Shalom everybody, we are continuing with where we left off in Likutei Halachot, section Orachayim, Hilchot Nefilat Apayim, discourse number 4, paragraph 8, towards the end. Um, Rav Nossin is on a roll, he's now going to go into the deeper meaning behind the other details of the Machatzit Shekel Mitzvah, why is it half, the terminology, the idea of census, why do, you have to, why do you have to have money count in order to count the Jews instead? Why does it prevent Magefa, like the, the Gemara teaches? Vnosa is going to go all these deep secrets. He starts off with the terminology of the Torah on the count, on behalf of whom. So look what he says here. Now this is the idea, and it's amazing. This is a, I love when this happens. This is a verse in this week's parasha, Parashat Pekude. Shmot chapter 38, 26, where also is almost entirely de- dedicated to the counting of the money and the, the amounts of gold, silver, and copper. When it comes to the silver, where the shekel now is already instituted, the counting for the shekel learned out from this week's parsha, okay, it says there the terminology used is beka lagugo. This is like the first census count. And money, money that the total of a currency is silver that came about through a money through a through an obligatory obligatory census. Rashi went into this a lot, much more in the previous parshas, but this verse is this week's parsha. Beka lagulgolit. What a funny, weird, interesting terminology. Beka, Rashi says, is the name of the coin of the currency. In other words, the name of the coin, the amount, they have to give a beka of a silver amount called beka, la gulgolit, an interesting word, per person, but the, 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 the wording uses gulgolit, for each skull. Gulgolit is the skull of the head. Instead of saying a beka per person, per man, the ish, the Torah uses the term gulgolit. What is this? And what is Beka? Okay, there's, it's a currency. But there's a lot of deep secrets here. Look what Rav Nosson says. This is what it says, Beka la Gulgolet. Each one has to give a Beka, the amount of the Chatsi Shekel, okay, per, per Jew. And the Jew in the count for the silver, for the Beit HaMikdash, for the Mishkan. La Gulgolet Daika. Rav Nosson says the wording is very precise. The Torah says per skull. Not per head, not rosh, not per person, per man, per skull. What is the skull in the Kabbalah? Ki gulgalta da keter. The skull in the Kabbalah is the correspondence of the keter. To explain a bit. In the skull, you have the brain. The brain has three parts. What's called chokhmah, bina, da'at. Chokhmah, right, wisdom or knowledge. Uh, bina, understanding, and that really is with wisdom. Knowledge is chokhmah, the initial information. Bina is deductive, what you can deduce from the knowledge. And wisdom is like the result, the final result, that. Rashi in one place says it's also Ruach HaKodesh. That's what the Midrash says, the Zohar says, etc. Ruach HaKodesh. The Keter is a crown above the head. It's like a protective force. A crown on top of the head of a king, it, in, it signifies rulership, but also it, by we put the crown 
around the head, around the skull, it's like a skull which is surrounding the head, it's also a protection. In other words, it protects the Chochmah Bin Adat from foreign ideologies and also protects it to, to protect what's above the Chochmah Bin Adat. In other words, it's a force allowing the brain to penetrate what's even above the Chochmah Bin Adat. In our context, the infinite light. Rabbi Nachman says in the Kutimah Lesson 24 that the gateway to the infinite, infinite light is the Keter. But the Keter works in a way that it's like a force field. It's like a protective wall. Like a Keter, like a skull, a wall, which doesn't allow you through. You get bounced back. By being bounced back, that's how the Keter allows you to penetrate it. You're, you're enabled to go through the Keter by specifically being bounced back by it. This creates inside of you nine chambers. And then the Keter allows you to perceive what's beyond it, which is the infinite light, through the nine chambers that you've created by being bounced back. So in a sense, Beka in Hebrew also means a Bekiah. Even the Rashi points out that that's and the Pshat, that's not the meaning of a Beka, but in the Kabbalah, in the deeper essence, we say we interpret Beka la Gulgolit to crack through Beka Livkoa to Bekiah to crack through the la Gulgolit. It can mean two things: to get to the Keter, which is called Gulgolit in the Kabbalah. The crown is like like the skull. Like a crown which surrounds the brain, so to the skull surrounds the brain also. So it, that's why it's called the keter. So the, it's or bekia la gulgolit, the crack in order to penetrate to reach finally the level of the keter. But it also can mean beka la. You're cracking the gulgolit itself, the keter itself. There's two interpretations, in two ways to interpret beka la gulgolit to get to the gulgolit, the keter, the crown, the skull, or beka to crack the actual skull itself, the keter itself, to get to what's beyond it, which is the infinite light. Whatever the case, everything fits in amazingly here in our context. So, Gulgalta da keter. Rav Nosen is quoting the Zohar, a famous terminology from the Zohar, that the skull corresponds to keter. So, it's as if the shkalim is beka, is a coin, in order to reach the gulgolet, the keter. Like we said, this initial stage of Shkalim, Parshat Shkalim, before the month of Adar, which also in the time of Beit HaMikdash was the actual obligation of every Jew to give the half shekel coin, it's for the sake of getting to the Keter. It's Simcha, like he says in Likutei Lesson 24, where the final goal of the Simcha is to get to the Keter, to get to be bounced back by the Keter, which enables you to create the nine chambers, nine vessels, to perceive through them, the infinite light. And when that happens on a national level, the, the redemption is here. That's the goal. That's also the product of the redemption, but also a stage towards the redemption is that everyone perceives the infinite light. That's what Hashem wants ultimately, that in this finite existence, we perceive something which is, doesn't make sense. The infinite light. Two opposites in one. That's the goal. So going back, Beka la gulgolet, la gulgolet, daika, Rav Nussan says specifically, to the skull. Ki gulgalta da keter, because the, the skull in the Kabbalah corresponds to the keter. So you have to give a coin, and the Torah specifically uses the lashon of gulgolet, instead of the, each person, each man, each adult, each head. It says no, each skull. Because <laughs> gulgolet in the Kabbalah is the idea of the sphera called keter. And he, and he explains how Rav Nussan, he goes back to recap and explain. 
כי עיקר התיקון הוא לזכות לתקן המסדר והמיישב את המוחין שהוא בחינת כתר. Because the essence, the essential rectification, the goal of the rectification of the simcha is to merit to come to rectify and fix the settling, structuring, organizing of the mind, which is the concept of the Keter. Because that's what the Keter does by bouncing back a person in his pursuit of knowledge, his pursuit to trying to perceive and have conceptions of Hashem. The way to get him really to perceive God is by being pushed back, smacked back, if you want to say. That's the job of the Keter, which is Gulgalta, Shalidezeh, It's through the keter, the, the, the skull, which is the wall, uh, not allowing you to go further, pushing you back, specifically by being pushed back. That's the main way, the essential way a person begins to perceive what's called the nine chambers we mentioned above. Kamuvan, Batorah, Haniskalel, and that is understood in Likutimra in Lesson 24. That this is the process. So Rav Nosson saying already in the Mitzvah Shkalim is hinted the final goal. That it's Beka Lagulgolet. This coin is meant to crack through and reach eventually to the Gulgolet, which is the, the, the skull, which in the Kabbalah corresponds to the Keter, because that's what we have to get to. We have to get to that interface wall between us and the infinite light, the final level called the Keter. Once we pass it by accepting the bounce back, then we're able to, as if to say, go through it and perceive the infinite light, but it comes to us. And again, in a format which is called Mate Vela Mate, reaching and not reaching. We'll see Bezat Hashem, how Rav Nosen further develops the concept of the Shkalim Bezat Hashem.